Greetings, 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 vessels of the Most High. It's time to crusade with Minister Change on the podcast, Change Your Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. Life is a testimony. God is good all the time. Be thankful for today. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to welcome my guest, Adam, to the podcast, Change Your Life Testimonies from Senator Saints. What's going on, fam, fam? Tell me how you're feeling tonight. I'm blessed, brother. I couldn't complain if I wanted to. Just thankful to be alive, to be able to spread the blessed gospel, brother. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, brother, why don't you go ahead and tell me, man, how great and how blessed do you feel to be alive today, man? Oh, I couldn't even tell you, brother. Honestly, I'm, I'm not even sitting up right now. The Lord is holding me up. And the Lord is just amazing, brother. Amen, amen, brother. That's, that reminds me of that scripture when they say uh, God was the footprints when he was carrying, a, carrying the man through all the storms that he had been through. Hey, brother, I'd like to uh, ask you a, 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 one other thing, man. What is your favorite Bible scripture, brother? My favorite Bible scripture is from Philippians 4.13. And is I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. Amen. Brother, that is a good scripture. That is a good scripture. Hey, brother Adam, man, how would you describe yourself to a stranger? Uh, humble, blessed, just willing to help. Uh, I, I like to be I like that Christ tells us to be the lights of the world. I want to just be helpful to anything I can do to glorify the Lord and anything that he tells me to do or talk to. I just run to do it. Amen, amen, brother. That's that's a good spirit, man. That's most definitely a good spirit. That's what the God, that's what the Lord wants us to do, man. Our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to get that love down in our heart so we can spread it to people, man. So we can spread it to people. Hey, amen, Adam, brother. Hey, Adam, man, what do you think is the most important thing about accountability? Oh, brother, it's it's a complete, complete, complete. Just you know, taking responsibility for everything that you do, repenting of your sins, begging for Christ's mercy that we don't even deserve. We deserve the pits of hell just to identify that sin is sin, to, you know, be accountable for it, to feel godly sorrow about it, to confess it to another that we can be fervently healed and then find things that will replace that sin. Write that sin down if you have to put it on the board behind you. And identify it, put things in front of it. And when you start noticing that you're doing it, you get right on your face and you beg the all high king of kings to forgive you. Amen. Amen. Hey, brother Adam, hey, that's a good word, man. That's a good word right there. That's growth, man. And that's what people need to understand is accountability is real important because what happens is it holds down in your heart. It holds you accountable for your action. And that Lord Jesus Christ, that almighty Lord Jesus Christ. If you do something wrong, he'll start grieving your spirit, and then you'll come back to the ways of the blessings, brother. Hey, brother Adam, this is the testimony moment, brother. I want you to tell me when, where, why, and how did you turn your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ? Oh, brother, that, that's I'm yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, uh, so in 2016. Um, I died on the table from a drug overdose, completely unresponsive. The world had gave up on me. They were ready to put me in a body bag. 
And the Lord Jesus Christ literally breathed the air back into my lungs and I rose. Hmm. And I'll tell you, man, and and I didn't take it. I didn't take it seriously. I didn't appreciate it. I just, the Lord had been blessing me in so many ways, even when I wasn't walking with them, you know, that I, that I was always such a hard worker. And then I I was always, uh, you know, I wasn't glorifying him with that, but I was always a hard worker. I always had this really strong sense that I used to call hypervigilance, which now we talk about as the Lord talks about discernment. I mean, I'd always just been from the way the world had always abandoned me. It was like, you know what, what, why would God want anything to do with me either? And then, um, I tell you, man, so I had to go to a psych ward because it was a suicide attempt. They said, I went up to the psych ward. They wouldn't give me any medications or anything like that because, uh, I, um, you know, they had done so much damage to my organs. They weren't uh, confident. So they just put me on like different therapies and stuff. So when I got back to my house, um, I was shown hell or at least the Lord has let me know it was my version of hell and that I'm so thankful because if it had been the hell that Satan was cast to, I would have been bond and delivered and there would not be any more conversation, but he definitely showed me my version of hell. And all I ever used to do was yell, all my friends are dying. Everybody's dying. Why do you keep saving me? I thought you were loving God. Why are you just torturing me? Why won't you just let me die? So brother, he showed me my own mortality. And boy, as, as much as I thought I was tough, I was screaming like a little girl, make it stop. <laughs> boy, God, go ahead, bro. Yeah, gotta do it, won't you? Go ahead, brother. Continue. Oh, absolutely. And then and then um, well, what was what was really amazing about that whole experience was is that at that time my judgment that I had heard because I was dead, or at least I was dead, and, you know, uh is I heard that you you cannot make you cannot you can you have to convince your ex-wife not to leave you but you cannot tell a lie and so when i was shown my own mortality and then i was shown this pit of just hatred and deceit and disgusting just you could tell that it just whatever was down there just hated you and wanted you gone and you know you can't talk you can't say nothing there's no communication so you're just screaming in your head and closing your eyes, but your eyes will not shut. You see everything. And I'll tell you something, brother, time stops. You are just frozen in fear, completely frozen. So in this visual that the Lord showed me, my ex-wife was an angel that kept saying, you did this to yourself. And what I wasn't acknowledging was, is that I had had, I didn't ever have an affair as far as I knew, but by biblical standards, I had, had lust in my heart. So I was guilty. So when I was given the ability to confess that and there were demons underneath me with claws and scratching and clawing each other to try to get up to me, I looked at her and said, if I'm going to hell, at least I was sent by my best friend and was rather to go to the pits of hell to be torn by demons because I already knew Christ in my heart, but I still wouldn't confess with my mouth. Okay. So as I was being torn by demons, I woke up on the floor of my room screaming, I'm alive. And oh. you know, you know how it works. You know how it works, brother. Yeah. The, the devil yeah. tricks you. The devil tricks you. I didn't get on my face and and beg. I, you know, I was like, oh, that was just a dream. And then all of a sudden, you know, people don't, you know, I want people to understand that there are really are demons in this world and there are evil spirits. And when yeah. you get those things whispering in your ear that you're no good or that God won't forgive you, trust me when I tell y'all, there are demons in your ear and that. And you, 
If you strong walk with the Lord, fear will not affect you. Addiction will not affect you. I am by his blessed grace. This is over three months sober since I was 12 years old, completely free of the bonds of addiction, completely bonds of the, uh, of hatred, pornography. I was told I had six different mental illnesses completely gone. I haven't had to take a pill, nothing. Christ is the best pharmacist. Christ is the best doctor. Christ is your best counselor. Christ is all. Amen. Amen. That is it. And so all I kept hearing from Satan was saying, you know, this is your God. So if y'all ever have a spirit talking to you, he won't say God's name right out. He'll say, this is your God or what kind of God is that? Well, he whispered in my ear. So this is your God. He brings you back to life to send you to hell anyway. What kind of what kind of God is that? And I didn't acknowledge it. And what, what I didn't realize is, is that night that there were demons in my room. There were still demons in that house because there was still all this evilness that I was still living. Still mm-hmm. hadn't acknowledged that any of the things I had done wrong. And so they were stalking me for like a month, man. I mean, I was hearing them. I was seeing stuff in my house. And I kept saying, wow. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. There's something. And everybody was like, just take your meds, just take your meds. Well, if you look in the Bible, there's a word called pharmaca. If you look it up in the Greek, it means sorcerer. So the pharmacy is feeding you pills. They're sorcerer. Satan's putting the pills in your hand and the sorcerer is feeding you all the scripts. And Mm -hmm. man, if you don't, if we don't be identified by that, that Christ tells us that we don't need medication. We didn't come into this world needing medications, needing. We didn't come into this world with hate. We came into this world as perfect vessels. And Satan wants everyone to believe that the world is just this way because it's that way. And that is nonsense. And then especially in Ephesians with the armor of God, it says that we don't just struggle with flesh and blood. We struggle with principalities and powers, darkness of the world and spiritual wickedness in high places, which means that there are good and bad spirits. There are good and bad angels. Always trust in Christ. Never trust in man. Always pray for discernment. Always, always, because I am living proof that Christ has shown me every single time in my life that man has let me down. So after what happened with that, I thought I was going crazy. And then I, and then the devil had me believing that I really died in there and this was my hell reel. And no matter mm. what I did, it was never going to stop. So. Okay. I still wouldn't confess with my mouth, went back out for two and a half more years, drugs, debauchery, more, you know, and I was told it was my last chance. I mm. was told I'm not, I'm not saving you again. This is it. Cause mm. what I didn't tell you as a backstory is I've overdosed five times. He's brought me back wow. three, but I've just, man, oh, wow, man. I just, I just heal fast or man. I just have really good genetics. I mean, come God, on. God had a purpose <laughs> for your life, brother. God had a purpose for your Amen. life. He had a purpose for this Amen, testimony brother. moment, brother. Go ahead, brother. Continue. Go ahead. Amen, brother. And it's just like the story of the prodigal son. Every time I read it, I'm on fire because he's letting me know that I've always been waiting for you. You've just walked away from me. Amen. You know, it's just such a blessing. So, you know, that kept happening. I went back out, all these drugs, everything. I didn't die. So something was like that wake up moment. And I sat around with a gun in my mouth for like four days. Just wow. the demons won't go away. The demons won't go away. I just want to die. I just want to die. Hmm. I kept reaching out to this rehab and I kept telling them over and over. I needed to get in there. But even though I told them I was sitting around with a gun in my mouth, they never called the law. They just said, please, please 
give us till Friday. And I said, that's, that's it. And I called every day begging. And I was literally seeing demons bounce around my house, laugh at me, you know, moving stuff. Things were moving. No one else could see them but me. Mm -hmm. And I just thought I was insane. And then by the grace of God, the phone rang probably two hours before I was just ready to call it quits. And at this time, I didn't realize, but everything in my life was so in disarray that the Lord just just intervened again. I went to go to the rehab and, you know, I didn't think it was strange that my ex-wife wouldn't come out to see me off and all this stuff. And then I left and found out that there was another man that was in the house spending time with my daughter. They thought he was their dad, her dad. I mean, it was just one thing after another. And, you know, when I got back here from the rehab, it was like one thing after another, after another. And I kept saying, Lord, I can't take no more. And oh boy, please don't say that because mm-hmm. what you think you can't take, the Lord knows that you can. And it was one thing after another. It was all these horrible, it was like all these beautiful dreams about someone's going to bring money or a family member or something's going to happen. And I keep waking up in that dungeon of sin and misery. And I was just so broken. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to, I was going from a house to house and, you know, renting rooms and working and everything. And then all of a sudden it just turned away. I was under a bridge and I had absolutely nothing. And I, I was just so convinced that that God was punishing me because Mm. he had told me it was my last chance and I did not listen. And I want y'all to know something. Everybody's so afraid of Satan. I want to tell y'all God's wrath is what you should be fearing because (laughs) you got to think that that God cast Lucifer out of heaven, not the other way around. And hell was created not for man, but for Satan and his angels. We don't, he doesn't send us there. We send ourselves there when we choose the world and we choose the devil and we put our finger up at God and he lets us know, okay, you want to see what happens when you see my wrath? You think revelation was something? Man. And so I was just, I said, Lord, I, I don't know if I'll ever get another opportunity, Lord. I don't know. But I said, if, if I ever get another opportunity, if I get another wife, I, I, I promise I'll go antiquing. I'll go do these things. I just want a, a best friend that I can trust that has my back. Lord, I don't want money. I don't want things. I just want to be off the street. And I said, Lord, I promise. I promise. I just want Amen. a family that loves me. Hmm. And, and nothing was changing, you know. And then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, I just said, Lord, what did I do to get here? I'm tired of blaming everybody else. What did I do? Amen. And then all of a sudden, this bell went off. I'm not going to say it was a literal bell, but it was a bell in my head. Yeah. And it went, ah, uh, now you're getting it, Adam. What Amen. did you do? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and then, man, I'll tell you, this just overwhelming. Everything kept getting worse. But it was because Christ was showing me that not to trust the world. So I packed up this trash bag and or I packed up this truck. I had six trash bags to my name and about $25. And I drove far north as I could go, ended up in Michigan. So I was I was in Ohio. Then I went down to Georgia. Then I came all the way back. And as, as much as I was going, as I was going through all that, trying to commit suicide and all this stuff, as I started going farther north, it was like all of a sudden I used to say that music will never sound the same. Food will never taste the same. <laughs> and then once I got away from all that evil, man, I just started singing some random song by some group I didn't even know. And I'm like, wow, what was that? And then I got to a town called Bay City. I'd never heard of it. 
and it was snowing and all this stuff and it was bad. And all of a sudden it was like this golden light just came down and lit the freeway and just led Man. me to where I was going. And I ended up in a town way up north called Houghton Lake, got there on fumes, was going to freeze to death. There was like a six, snow, six foot storm coming. Man. Went, met this lady, begged her for help. You know, it was a trial, but she ended up letting me stay with her. She was an amazing person who is, was a, a guiding angel. And I still love her to this day. And Christ lets me know to let her know every day that she's doing great, even when she feels like she's not. because She is awesome. And, uh, you know, led me to the church and I started doing really well. And I gave my life to the Lord. Like I, I was so suicidal and I was such a coward. I just remember one day just walking to the church right in front of the entire congregation. And I just stopped and I yelled out, Christ. I said, Lord, I am a coward and I can't commit suicide. I said, either spare me and kill me or save me and use me. Oh, and man, man, things just changed. I hit the floor. I never cried so much. Got baptized. But here's what happened. Okay. The, Bi the Bible says in the Old Testament that, that God puts horns on the altar to protect the churches from evil. But yeah. when you have false preachers and false prophets within the church, those horns are removed. So if you're not staying strong in the Lord, and strong and praying for his discernment and asking him for everything and going to the gospel. If you have a question, you are susceptible. Well, that's exactly what happened, man. I, I was, I was not in the gospel. I got this, the offered this amazing job, just how Satan did it. They said they were a family. They offered me all this money. We'll get you off the street. We'll give you this, give you that. Now here's a man that's never asked a person for a thing in his life. And now all of a sudden, because I, believe it's God telling me they're leading me into all this stuff. And it was corruption and everything else. And then next thing you know, everything was gone. Mm -hmm. And um, I was so proudful that I wouldn't even say, Hey, y'all, I, I just need something to eat. I can you know, work for it. I was sneaking out when everyone was sleeping and running across the street to get a pack of ramen noodles with like 10 cents or 20 cents or whatever I could find in the jar. Just mm -hmm. so disgusted with my life like what just happened i've turned from god everything and it doesn't take long and you could probably testify to this it don't take long for that weight and that heaviness of just crushing you that sin yeah. like in man in yeah. psalm 38 psalm 38 you know i always tell people don't read that fast like you hear in a church read that as david is reading crying out to god that i don't hear you anymore i don't feel you anymore amen and i i miss that amen you know and and so it just kept getting worse and worse and all the things he promised me he had fulfilled and everything that i did was a complete finger to him a spit in his face and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and then because i fell for a false preacher and instead of turning to God, I just turned away from God and said, you know what? I'm not doing this again. Everybody's evil mm -hmm. and went back out, went evil, just lost. It was, you know, fornication and, and, and drinking and drugging. And and just I remember this now because Christ has been showing me so many things. I remember when I walked into that bar in order to drink and said, well, you know what? I've seen people just stare at it and then they walk off and say not today. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember staring at it and holding it in my hand and I was shaking so bad. And I knew if I put that in my body, what was going to happen. But you know what? What does man do? Goes back to what he knows because it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Then, and it's just like this right here, brother. And I wanted to share this with people because I think that they're not always being educated. And it says in Matthew 13, and it says, enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which that go thereat. But because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth, right, leadeth to life, and few there that find it. And when everybody's being fooled by these false preachers that tell you to get up there and just say this sinner's prayer, and that you are cemented in the kingdom, they're lying to you. Because if they weren't, then it wouldn't be in John very distinctly where he's talking, where he says about, sorry about this, man. I have my Bible no. going and no, I had it all set. You good, bro. But, but, but what he, what he's, I don't want to misquote him, but he's talking about that they, they, they were never with us because if they were with us, then they would have never left us. Right. But they chose the world instead, you know, and that's what he's, and that's why Christ is letting them know that, Okay, it's so much easier to go to that broad path. Yeah. Because it's so easy. Let's go and do what the world's doing. Let's give into the flesh. Hey, if we see this big mega church, it's yeah. gotta be because they say they're of God, sixty thousand people. So we gotta go to that church. Yeah. Not even worrying about what they're saying about the gospel, or if they're mentioning Jesus, or if they're mixing in repentance, or they're even telling you anything other than doing this little altar call at the end because well, they're yeah. Satan's trying to trick you. And so Yeah. You know, the message that Jesus is trying to portray, if no one, and that's the thing is that the, the, the Satan takes over these churches and what he does is he uses half truths. He only oh, yeah. uses spun scripture, right? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. why, that's why if you go a little bit past that and you go to Matthew 15, right here, he's, he says to that, and then he's warning the disciples, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. And then he says, and you can go to this in Galatians 22, mm -hmm. 522. And it says, ye shall know them by their fruits. And yeah. if you go in there, it talks about the fruits of the spirit, the good fruits. Yeah. yeah. Which are, yeah. which are love, which are love, joy, mm -hmm. peace, mm -hmm. long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And see why, brother. You, yeah, most definitely. And like you said, that's why it's real important, man. Second Timothy 2 15 says study to show yourself approved. That's why it's real important, no matter what scripture somebody give you, to really get to understanding, like you were saying earlier. You need to go to that Bible, read it for yourself, talk to the Lord, get on your knees and pray, and have the Lord try Absolutely. to give you some type of guidance, brother. But go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off, brother. Oh no, no, brother. I appreciate it, man. Hey, we're brothers in Christ, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, something else, something else that I never shared before. Because mm -hmm. Christ, or excuse me, because Satan always had me believing okay. that, you know, people would never understand. I used to be a skinhead, man. I mean, okay. I went after the church turned on me when I got out of high school mm -hmm. and I was being led by someone that was a white supremacist. But because I was searching for a family, because I've always been abandoned. Yeah. I didn't even believe the nonsense I was spewing out. But why mm -hmm. not? Because the church turned on me and they yeah. their whole mission was to destroy Jewish people. Yeah. Why not get back to God for what he did to me? See, that's yeah. what we get yeah. confused by. He doesn't do anything yeah. to us. 
He yeah. does it for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, brother. And that and that that's a, that, that's a good point right there, man, for me to bring in to this next question, man. Do you think, man, mental abuse, physical abuse, church hurt, and just getting with the wrong people, man, can chart can uh cause you to do uh uh have different issues in life, man, and go down the paths that you might not have to went down if you was never influenced by those type of people. Absolutely. Right there. He said, brother, it's actually what Jesus says. The broad path is the easier path. Amen. I mean, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, because it's so easy to blame God. Yes. But, yes. you know, but we we make our own choices. I mean, Amen. that's why he gives us free. That's why he gives us free will. That's why yeah. Jesus says you have two paths. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Yeah. I'm just going to let you know what happens if you choose the other one. Amen. Amen. Free will. Like you said, he give us that free will, man. Most definitely. Absolutely. Hey, but hey, I, I think what you, I, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What I was going to say to you about church hurt and stuff is the Lord put a verse on me to share with okay. y'all because it's really a warm verse and it's from Paul. Okay. And it says right here, this is where it's so messed up with these false preachers are doing right now. And it okay. says, and it's beautiful. And it says, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall mm -hmm. they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tithings and good things. Man. Woo. That's a good scripture right there, Brother Adam. Woo. He put, he put it right on my heart to say, Amen. he put it on my heart right there to say that Amen. when you are the ones that lead them down the path, you are more responsible than the ones that go down it. Man. Woo. Brother Adam, that's, that's, that's a good word right there, man. Hey, man, that is, that, that, that so, is a good it's all, word. It's all him, brother. It's all him. Amen. I had like 10 hey, other hey, scriptures. Man, hey, to, God, <laughs> to, to, to God be the glory, brother. To, to God Amen, be the glory. Brother. Hey, man, why, Amen. why don't you finish this sentence for me, brother Adam? God has always uh, God has always fulfilled every promise. Fulfilled every promise. Hey, brother Adam, I know there's a lot of men, but just give me one time or give me one example when you know that God has fulfilled that promise for you in your life, brother. Uh, he says that I'll never leave you or forsake you. Be still and know that I'm God. I mean, there's, there's nothing more than I can say about that. I mean, he's always been there. I was the one that drifted away. And in Romans, Paul says very clearly that when we sin freely, we build barriers for the Holy Spirit to get through to us. So Amen. it's not that God leaves us. It's that we leave him. He's Amen. always standing there, just like you said, with footprints. Amen. I have it right here in my scripture <laughs> and I read it all the time because when Amen. I died on that table, when I died on that table, he literally rose me from the dead. So he's carrying me. That, that's Amen. it. He's carrying me everywhere I go. So he put it in my heart to say, why are you afraid of the devil? Amen. You were dead. Why are you afraid of the world? You were dead. Amen. I'm carrying you. You have no fear. Amen. Amen. Woo. You know, you know, good, good word. Good word, brother Adam. Boy, the Lord don't put it on your heart, man. You on fire, brother. You are on fire. Well, I just, well, I just wanted to say something. You know, I didn't get to finish that story because everything gets run around. But yeah. the long story short is what brought me back to the Lord mm -hmm. was that I was with my friend when I met Bobby, who was my brother in Christ. 
Okay. And I went to, I used to be the biggest Georgia football fan. I mean, I got it tattooed. I had seat covers. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't make it more false idol than that. Okay. And so we go to this casino and we were drinking and all this, and it was all about that. And mm-hmm. the Lord sent 12 people to talk about him that night. I didn't watch one snap of that game. Man. Not one wow. snap. And one, and a man came up to me and he was very tough, rough looking dude. And he sat down next to me and he said, he said, I tried to commit suicide last night and I was going to do it tonight. And then he looked right at me and he says, I've never shared that with another soul, but I don't know why, but I feel like I should tell you. Wow. And it was, you know, and an amazing thing was, is that right then, as I was talking about the Lord, the fire was gone, man. Wow. And I had told my wife about three weeks prior. I said, it's like, he can't, he can't hear me anymore. I don't, he was my best friend. We'd talk and, and, and communicate. I mean, I'm not going to say I heard his voice, but I heard his voice in my heart and I knew that he was leading me and I could open scripture. I could turn on the TV and he was just always, and I couldn't hear him anymore. And it terrified me to my core, just like David in, in Psalm 38. Mm -hmm. And so after that happened, you know, they say every time there's a blessing to be on your guard. Well, I wasn't, paying attention to any of that. And then Satan stepped in, the vanity stepped in and the next thing that night I ended up getting in a fight with my wife and being very violent and lying to not get in trouble. And mm. it took two more months. And this is what happened right here. Most okay. beautiful story was at a bar. Was at a bar. I said, I said, I was done drinking. I said, I'm just going to have it one more time. And as okay. I went in there, I just started doing drugs, getting high stuff. I don't ever do. Yeah, And, you know, I don't ever shoot pool because I'm a, I get very vain. And so okay. I was all vain. And then I went to my wife and I said, we're going to make this our bar. You know, I'm, I'm done. And next thing you know, I'm talking to all these people and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. then I heard this voice, voice is clear that said, mm. shut up, shut up, get up and go to the bathroom. And I went to sit down like what? And it was mm. very clear, yeah. shut up, get up and go to the bathroom. And when I went to the bathroom, and I was going to the bathroom. There was a guy in there that was going through the trash cans. And he said, hey, man, you got a cigarette. And I said, well, I don't smoke, but my wife does. Let me finish here and I'll go outside. So okay. I walked outside with him. And all of a sudden, the Lord's just talking to me. And he he, he said, tell him not to rob nobody. Tell mm. him that you've been where he's at. It gets better. Amen. So I said, hey, man. And I didn't know why I was saying it because, you know, I was all lost in myself and wasn't being a helper of people. And so Amen. I said, hey, man, don't rob nobody. I promise it gets better. And then all of a sudden the Lord said, ask him what he wants. And, and he could have said booze or cigarettes or whatever, but he said, man, and he teared up and he said, all I want to do is go to that gas station, get a little cup of pasta salad. And I had this big wallet full of money. I mean, that's always never been an issue on either side. Yeah. I, you know, that was, it was never that, but the Lord showed me that the money was what was keeping me from him, all this stuff, the vanity. So I opened up my wallet and I just gave it all to him. But before I did, man. I said, I said, Jesus gave you this money. Then Jesus loves you. And I walked back inside and I had no idea of anything. And I walked inside this lady cornered me and she said, that was so nice of you. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, that man walked six miles here just Mm. to have people laugh and spit and make him feel uncomfortable. She said, you're the only one that's ever been nice to him. And I looked at her and I said, I had no idea. And all of a sudden that conviction, man, that conviction, that power, and my Ooh. wife walked out and I said, I'm done. That's it. Never man, another drop. I'm done, man. I'm God. done. It's yep. Amen. And, Amen. And, ever, and ever since ever since that this transformation was so different, brother. I mean, I've I've felt what it's like to be drunk in the spirit. I've man. I've felt what it's like for him to 
like just lead me and feel the power of the spirit. And mm. every time he's told me to do something, whether I knew it was him or not, I just did it. I just mm. ran to it. I mean, I had a $60,000 truck and he put it on my heart that I gave you that as a gift and you've turned it to a false idol. So mm. what are you going to do? Because that truck was no more at bars around here than anything. So I was leading wow. people right down that broad path with me. Mm. And he put that on my heart and I got rid of it. I got rid of it. I had to take a loss on it. and I didn't care. I said, y'all take it. Anything that separates me from my Lord, I don't want it. Amen. And brother, I'm, I couldn't even tell you the blessings that's come from just, just following him, listening to what he tells you. And, you know, faith is believing in something unseen where man will tell you that faith is believing in something that's not real. Well, mm -hmm. I used to be the biggest skeptic. And let me tell you something. You cannot buy what I feel. Amen. 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 Hey, brother, man, you know, I, I, I can feel the spirit in you, man. God was, was it was your moment. It was going to be your time that he was going to use you, brother. And most definitely, your time is now. All you got to just do, man, keep praying. You already on the right path. You know, every, every once in a while, the devil wants us to take a detour. But you already been down that road. So, you know, no matter how, how much snow come on that ground, how much rain, Hey, you just going to take it slow, put your wind, put your wipers on and, and just wash all that evilness away, man, and continue being the man of God that you are, brother. And I know that God is good, man, because hearing your testimony touched my heart, brother. I mean, it's just you a hear good testimony, awesome? brother. It's just a, it's a good Sorry. testimony. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. You want to hear something awesome, my brother in Christ? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I wanna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in something that the Holy Spirit told me. Okay. Just be, wa just be watching, because okay. an army is being built right now that's going to shake the walls of hell. That's all Amen. I'm saying, brother. But you wait and see, because it's coming, and it's Amen. coming with cats like me. It's coming with the prodigals. It's coming with the ones that have been let down by the world. It's coming by the ones that have lost that fire. The ones that have, have been turned on and seen what a coward Satan really is. Amen. Oh, brother, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> Woo, amen. Joy, it's joy, gonna joy. It's going to be good. Joy, joy, it's going to be brother. good. Joy, joy, joy. Amen. Amen. Hey, brother, hey, brother so um, is there a positive word of encouragement, man, that you can give to anybody, man, just to let them know, say they want to commit suicide, just want to give up, man. They're they running down the wrong path, man. Give them just a little word of encouragement, man, to let them know that our God, it's great, and this too shall come to pass. Absolutely. You know what? From everything that I've been through in my life, I've always been the one that's just ran the easier path. And, you know, Christ is so awesome and amazing because he gives us so many opportunities, all many opportunities. But he also tells us to not be caught sleeping. Don't Amen. wait till the very last second and be watching. Do right all the time and Amen. know that all sin is death. So Amen. just, you know, as someone that's been through all that, I mean, I lost a little brother to suicide after two tours mm. of war and I tortured myself and I drank myself and I drugged and I cried and I blamed myself. And mm. all, all I can say to all of those things that you've mentioned that I've been through and I've been through abuse and torment and torture and and torturing myself. And, you know, the whole premise of the story that Christ revealed to me is when I was willing to go down and be tore apart by demons, what he was showing me is, is that's what I was living. 
I was in hell already in my heart, in my mind on earth. And he was showing me what my fate was going to be, but he was showing me that that's what was being done to my insides, that I was being shredded apart by all that sin and hatred and all this stuff, you know? And all I can say to someone's encouraged is trust the Lord with all your heart, all of it. And even when it doesn't seem like it's changing, just say today, you know what? The Lord tells me it's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations. People are still going to get sick. You're going to get broken bones. But he promises us that no matter how far we go away, he'll be waiting with open arms. If we're truly, if we truly come to him on our faces and bow before the king of kings, because we're not even in the same conversation as the almighty ruler, creator of this earth, the alpha and omega, the first and the last. (laughs) And the beautiful thing, too, is to tell people that how amazing that he is. And this is the same message that Paul told the Romans. And this is why he was killed. This is why rioting was caused. He went to all of these people and told them that how awesome it is that the ruler of all takes the time to have a personal relationship with every single one of his children. Man. And that is something that no (laughs) false idol doll or whatever you pray to Buddha or whatever. And I'm not being controversial. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. all God's kids. Some are a lot more lost than others. But yeah. what does Christ tell us to love your, to love your neighbor as yourself? Well, Amen. when people say your neighbor back then, they didn't all have houses. So your neighbor is another human being. So anybody that wrongs you as well, Amen. don't be vengeful and want to hurt them. Turn Amen. your cheek. If Amen. they hit you, let them hit the other one. You know, if they, Amen. if someone does you wrong, just say, I'll pray for you Amen. because you're lost. And, Amen. you know, and here's a guy that used to fight all the time just for fun. I would go to bars and sometimes not even drink just to start fights because I was such an angry, miserable human being. But that's what I was. I was a human being. And Paul says that no one is righteous, not one. We all fall short of the glory of the kingdom. But when we walk in Christ, we are made righteous because Christ is in us. But to also remember to not to boast, because if we boast, then we are bragging about things. And now we become those people, the gossipers, the whisperers, the backbiters, the things that he warns about in Romans, the busybodies that are just trying to start trouble because they can. And I just want to share this one little thing with you that the Lord put on my heart. Ahead, it's in brother. Ephesians. It's in Ephesians. Oh, that's the wrong one. That's Ephesians. All right, here. I marked it right before. He put it on my heart to share this. Okay. And it says right here, it says in Ephesians 2, it says right here, and you hath, and he quickened, who were dead in, in trespasses and sins, where uh-huh. in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according okay. to the prince and the power of the air, which is Satan, the spirit. Okay that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh and of our mind, and were by nature the children of wrath. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace 
ye are saved through faith, and that Amen. not of yourselves. But right here it says very sternly, it okay. is a gift of God, a gift. Do not take that lightly. Salvation Amen. is a gift. Amen. And it says not of works, lest any man boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, undo good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So it's Amen. letting us know that you can't just go up and say a sinner's prayer and you're Amen. cemented in the kingdom when you Amen. don't even know that all sin is death. Amen. 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 Brother, that's that's a good word, Adam. That's a good word, Adam. But hey, brother, before I let you get out of here, man, I can't let you go without giving you this blessing assurance, brother. I know that you are already saved, brother. But I was just wondering, brother, if you could bow your head, man, and just repeat after me, brother. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, at this moment, I turn from my sins. Right now, at this moment, I turn from my sins. And open the door of my heart and my life to you. And open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess that you are my personal Lord and Savior. I confess with all the power of all that's great and holy that you are my Lord and Savior. Amen, amen, in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, brother, look, I know for sure now, no matter what somebody say about Adam, I know that brother going to heaven. They can't say, well, no, man, Adam, this. No, 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 no. I got it. <laughs> Adam, Adam, hey, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, brother. I just want to tell you, man, it's been a great interview, man, and prayers, brother. Keep praying for me, brother, and I'm going to keep praying for you Absolutely. because the world needs brothers Absolutely. like me and you to change this. Pain. Absolutely. Blessings, brother. Absolutely. I do want to say one thing really fast. You okay. know what? Only I can choose to walk away from the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen, amen. Oh God, sin of the saints, minister change. You got a testimony, you got a testimony, you got a testimony, you got a testimony. God gave you a testimony. Speak it right now. Call minister change. Two six zero two zero three. Six six five five. If you wanna share, we got it for you. Call him right now. Each minister change. Two six zero two zero three six six five five. The email is live. C H Y A N G E dot T O T T E E at Gmail. Cause uh, you got a testimony. I got a testimony. Testimony, I got a testimony. It is a change. Call him right now. 260 203 6655. God.